Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast, and welcome to a hundred episodes of this show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have plenty and plenty in store to talk about as we're going to be bringing in the new year alongside with every single one of you guys. We're going to be talking all things Las Aguilas de la America. We're going to be talking about that dreadful final that was against Monterrey in the Estadio Azteca. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about uh, the upcoming Liga Femenil that is uh, right on the horizon as well. We'll be talking about that. And plus, on top of all things Las Aguilas de la America, we'll also be doing our giveaways here on the Eagle Eye Podcast for our 100th episode. So, if you guys are excited about that, if you guys are ready for that, make sure you guys do tune in throughout the whole episode. We're going to be having one halfway through. That's when we're going to be having one giveaway. And then our last giveaway will be at the end of the episode. You guys are going to be able to uh, win yourselves a jersey of your choice, home or away. So, make sure you guys stay tuned in order to hear what the requirements are for that and how you guys can get yourselves in to the giveaway but without any further ado as always let me introduce my co-host for tonight none other than live from new york city it is christian rosendo christian how are we upset upset <laughs> that is exactly I how i'd expect it to be yeah well you know how do you how do you expect me to feel after that final but in all seriousness uh, i'm doing well i hope you and your family had a happy new year as long as dylan and everyone in the chat um, I can't say I'm excited to talk about this, but, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the upcoming season. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And as always, introducing, uh, needs no introduction, by the way, and, uh, everyone, please, uh, join me in receiving this gentleman and giving a round of applause as well as a very, very happy birthday, bringing in the new year. It's none other than our very own Mr. Dylan Jimenez, a.k.a. Cowboy Dan. Dylan, how are we? I'm doing good. Doing good. This that that is the voice of a man who is excited about his birthday. I'm not. Nah, he's just messing with you guys. He's definitely, definitely excited. Um, Dylan, I know you're gonna be staying for us for too long. We only have you for a short, brief, brief period of time before you do end up going. So we're gonna try to get as much as uh, analysis from you as we can. But uh, excited to bring in the new year with you guys. Uh, uh, excited to bring the new year with all of our listeners, all of our followers. So it should be a fun one. But we've reached a hundred episodes. I think that's a lot of merit to say about how much this community has grown and has given us a little bit of an impulse and has given us a bit of a platform as well. So we are. Excited extremely extremely grateful for that and uh, gentlemen no other place to begin with than unfortunately the talk that is america versus rayados the final that just slipped out of america's hands due to america's own downfall and own mistakes everything that happened you could say that monterrey did deservedly win because they you know they did what they had to do but america ultimately was their own downfall christian what was your takeaway on both legs um i'm gonna make this I'm going to try at least to make it seem like I'm not a sore loser because I swear I'm not. But I think you kind of hit it on the head. I think that America kind of beat themselves in this final in both legs. Obviously, the two biggest mistakes was Cordova in the first leg and Jorge Sanchez in the second leg. Um, this this one hurts because, like, I think everyone knows I really do believe we were the better team. Uh, throughout both legs, uh, but like you said, Monterrey is deserve is the deserving champion because they set out a plan. Uh, they did what they had to do, and they they beat us uh, fair and square. But I think this was more America doing than Monterrey's doing, hundred percent. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Dylan, what was your take on it? I, I mean, you saw this game uh, alongside all of us, and and I, I'm curious to see what is your take on what what went wrong for America. Um, the first leg kind of no surprise. I mean, it's been the same way the whole Ligia. Just um, you know, you you're playing from behind, and so um, that kind of wasn't no surprise to me. I thought we were fixing to walk away with the draw, which obviously would have been better than than losing that leg. Um, but then you come and you go to the second leg, and you're in the Azteca, you know, and you come out, you know, guns blazing, um, on fire. You see the smoke coming out after uh after the the, the firefight at noon and so um and then it just all kind of goes downhill you have that one mistake from sanchez and uh that's whenever you f- you feel the things starting to go from from bad to worse and then 
obviously you lose it. And so, I mean, it's just an old down. It's just your own downfall in the second leg. It definitely, definitely is. And, and it, I don't know. It was was it just me or did you guys feel the same way that once uh, once that mistake from George happened, it was kind of a writing on the wall um, because yeah, a lot I, of things just didn't go right. Not even, not even, not even that. But I just felt like something that we've always criticized Bioho about adapting to the game. I feel like uh, Mohamed adapted to the game too and made made the right subs for his side. Yeah, yeah, no, no, most definitely because I think bringing in Jansen was on halftime was definitely the key for Monterrey because he sparked life into a mm-hmm. side that had no life in the first forty five minutes. Exactly. Um, and yes. and but if you kind of recap everything that America had gone through. In these two legs, it just kind of, it was writing on the wall, you know, the situation that happens at Monterrey, the draw that slips away, and then you come home to the Azteca, get two goals a bit, uh, you know, disallowed because of the whole VAR situation in the first half, you know, and it it, it turns the tide if, if, if you're up by two, three, four goals, this final is completely yours at that, at that point. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and then the George Sanchez mistake that happens and, then, you know, Piojo's tactics to bring, bring in also and take out Richard. And, and then, you know, the the last second opportunities that you have with Vinas hitting the crossbar with, uh, you know, with with Giovanni Dos Santos getting two clear shots on goal and they both, you know, end up getting blocked by the goalkeeper. Uh, it, it just all seemed that it was just determined for Monterrey to walk out with this one. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of just did seem that way. But I think I'm going to have to emphasize a little bit on what Dylan said and Mohamed. I think he played that second half. Well, from the second half onwards, I think he played it perfectly. Uh, the tactical adjustments that he did, the subs that he made, simply, I think, outclassed Bioho in that aspect. And, you know, that's that's something that we, we're going to have to bring up as we as we <clears throat> move along in this podcast because I think if Bioho could have you know, maybe adjusted the 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 players in the second half, like not taking out Richard Sanchez. You know, maybe putting in someone else a little bit earlier. Um, maybe this game could have gone different, but it just seemed like you know it was not going in our way. And I think I think once that Jorge Sanchez mistake happened, I think that's when we all kind of felt like that's it. That you know we were just done. But it wasn't his first mistake that he made in in that match. In in that match, hundred percent. And I think we need to bring that up even more because in in Monterrey, I think he, he was the best player. He had a world class performance, literally limiting their best player. And then in the in the Azteca, it just seemed like kind of the complete opposite. You know, he reminds me so much. He reminds me so much of uh, when Quick Mendoza played for us in in, in the final against Leon. It, it, it just seemed like the moment the moment the, the the Azteca just seemed too much for him at the, at the time and it, it seemed like that was the case for George as well it just seemed that the pressure was too much for him to handle that the Azteca which is weird because he's been in this position before exactly and, and maybe because he hadn't been in this final situation where you're chasing the game you know when you're trying to hold back when you know any goal will bring back this team to life um, I think maybe that's what got to him, and and I think uh, a great phrase that my uncle used while we were watching the match is "Sachiko," you know, he made himself mm-hmm. little in the moment, and uh, it's unfortunate because it, it, here's a player that we prayed uh, for so long this season was, you know, George, you know, after his time with the Mexican Nationals, he just came back and completely, completely, uh, you know, brushed aside all, all all of those negative comments of 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 himself, and then just completely outdid himself. And now you get to the final, and the one moment you need to be more clinical. And and how many times have you made that clearance since you were being since you were growing up playing soccer with with no yeah you know? And it just seemed ridiculous that you make that mistake at that moment. Um, really, it it looked like we were watching Sunday uh Sunday League football at that point. Uh, and it's unfortunate because George is one of those players that you really are rooting for because he has so much potential, so much uh, ability, mm-hmm. and uh, to see him kind of mess up in that situation is it, it 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 was a bit uh, unfortunate for the team and for himself, and um, you know, but he's not the only one to blame in the situation. He he's clearly no, he's clearly to blame for that goal. But I, I, you look at all these other factors. I I think the midfield was completely gone once also came in, and I have no idea what he was doing on the pitch. But even if he was yeah, on the pitch. Neither. Um, you would have wanted to see more from him. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like he kept skipping the beat. You know, the Monterey players was kind of one step, two steps ahead of him. He looked, he didn't look comfortable. He just didn't look like he belonged there. 
Um, and that, that, I guess I really, at that point, that's when I guess Monterrey kind of just took over the whole entire match and everything just kind of fell into place for them. And then they just took it from there. Oh, yeah, completely, completely took it from there. Um, but, but, I mean, what else did you see, Dylan, that, that you wanted to point out in regards to this final? Mm, nothing really that just uh i think over these two legs is kind of a sum of the season overall um i'm not really worried about it no more i'm just trying to focus on the season coming up now because uh, that's really what i want to look forward to you know it's a new year it's going to be a fresh start the league starts in what like 10 days now again and so um yeah i mean this is not i mean we could talk about it forever really but i'm just not really focused on it anymore i'm just trying to move forward I know there's a couple of signings that we have gotten that I'll probably talk about later. And, they you know, this whole um, Jonah rumor, too, that just kind of emerged. So, um, just just nothing, really. I'm just trying to put it past me now and just not worry about it no more. Wise words from a wise man on his birthday. <laughs> uh, not even. No, but, I, you know, Dylan, Dylan has a point to be made there, you know. Um, it. And I don't want to sugarcoat this because it, it, it at the end of the day, because you're America, because you did not lift the title, at the end of the day, the season is a failure, right? I mean, there's no two ways about 100%. it. 100%. Right? Um, yeah. But yeah. for any other team, with the circumstances that this team had at the beginning of the season leading up to this final, for any other team in the league, it would have been a success. I think it would be expectations, honestly. Right, because you, you're going from one squad, completely revamped it to another, having to adapt and, and, and bring all these pieces last minute and still mm -hmm. push your way into a final. I mean, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due to some of these players and, and, and to the manager as well because he got, you know, you know, they got to that situation, they got to that moment. They should mm -hmm. have been capable of winning it, which they didn't. Now, of course, all the blame and attention is going to shift on them. But like Dylan said, it's a new year. It, it's... Really, honestly, a, a new team, and if we're being quite honest, this next this next season coming up, this is when we should have been more excited about this team than this season prior, because this is in theory when they should be gelling even more than they did this prior season. So correct, you know, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the the upcoming year. We'll talk about the upcoming season. What America has, Clausura, champions, all that stuff coming up. But that is for another podcast. Right now, we're going to finish talking about this Monterrey final, and then we'll move on into the signings that uh, you know Dylan just mentioned about. Uh, two very interesting signings, I will say this much. Should be interesting. That's a good word. Um, and then, of course, uh, we'll be talking about Ladies Aguilas, and then we'll get to the giveaway part, which I know all of you guys are excited for. But, Christian, what, what, are the, what other things would you like to acknowledge in regards to this, um, to this final? Um... I think we need to <clears throat> well let me let me highlight three players if that's okay with you guys. Uh number one, Richard Sanchez. I think we understand how vital this guy is now to our midfield. Now even more so that Guido is ninety nine percent leaving us. Um it's it's reassuring to know that we have a player that can play the midfield he just controls kind of like the game situation, the pass that he makes, you know, his decision-making, when, when to stay back, when to push up a little bit more. I think as time goes on, he's going to get much more, you know, accustomed to to playing under Miguel Herrera and around this player that I think I'm excited for. Uh, Federico Vinas, of course, another one. This man has been lighting up uh, our 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 eyes since his arrival, and even more so in the playoffs. I mean, who, who would have thought that this man uh could have done the things that he did do on, on the biggest stage of them all. So, you know, very excited for his future. And I have no doubt that America will sign him permanently. And now on a more lighter note, uh, Henry Martin. Um, I think this is a player uh, I, we needed to see more from in this league. Yeah. This was a player that, you know, did it, did things well during the season. When this team was down, he was the only one that, that you know, lifted his hand and said, okay, listen, I'll, I'll put you guys on my back for, 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 for the time being. And I'll be the heart of this team. I didn't really see it that much during this uh, during this Ligia. And that's one player, I think, if he would have been on his day uh, during these two finals, um, despite his assist he had in the first leg, I think this probably could have gone our way. Interesting. Uh, your take on Henry Martin, Dylan? No, no, Christian did it perfectly, really. I mean, I don't, I don't think you add any more to that or take away anything from that. I think he just hit the spot on. Definitely, definitely a player that um, is going to have a lot of responsibility coming into this Klausura. Um, 
he did uh, he didn't maybe shine in the in the in these last couple of games with goals as we wanted him to. But I mean, he, he definitely had about I mean I don't know. I would say a couple of good runs, you know, there's a bit of unlucky situations for him. Um, I remember when he uh, he got through uh, and, and got the ball, beat Barovero, but it just, you know, rebounded off his his, his, his supporting leg. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things, you know. Got to find a way to net that in, man. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're our star striker for a reason. Yeah. Definitely. But, um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you highlighted those three players um, and couple of players I wanted to highlight um I don't know if um I don't know if we've seen the last of Emmanuel Aguilera in an America jersey that is uh mm-hmm. one, of, one of the things Correct. that's been heavily talked about as well he might be leaving if Cáceres does come in uh r- rumor states mm-hmm. that if Cáceres does sign for America that Emmanuel Aguilera will be the sacrifice to go uh which I mean it, it's kind right. of it it was foreseen since what two seasons ago that we were already asking for another center back uh he did his job well uh, I don't really think we can complain much about him in in this final. Um, you know, I I, I think the we we knew what to expect from Aguilera, and you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think he gave the most that he could. <laughs> so he, I, I think his time at America has come to an end, um, and you know, I'm grateful for what he did for what he gave to us. You know, he is our pen, penalty kick taker, which uh, maybe it's one of things we should be worried about coming into this uh <laughs> but uh yeah Emmanuel Aguilera is one of those players that I wanted to highlight maybe could be at the end of uh, his America career another player that I I, mm-hmm. I don't really know why he came on but, uh, I mean I do understand why but he had no business being on the pitch uh I think was Nico Castillo uh-huh. I don't, I, I don't yeah. think he was the right call to make um he he, he had no game rhythm and you're throwing him in no. in, in the most crucial moments where uh, you're in extra time. Granted, I know you need fresh legs, but you need someone refined a little bit more. Um, maybe keeping on uh, maybe keeping on Venus would have been ideal. Maybe I guess we'll never know now. But um, that's definitely a player uh, that that has been talked about in in recent days. You know whether he should stay, where he should go. There's rumors of his agent trying to get him on the MLS team. Um, you know, this is just a disappointing signing because I I was actually one of the the ones that was uh, very excited for this player because of we knew his potential just never lived up to it due to you know just his lack of form, his injuries never really got a chance to prove himself. Um, and when he was on the pitch, it was kind of lackluster. Um, so yeah, no, this is a, a player that you know whose whose future is uncertain as well. Um, and we'll just got to see what happens with them. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, you, you, we know how the game goes. Uh, America, you know, gets the goals, uh, two disallowed goals. I mean, say what you want about that. But uh, then all of a sudden, you know, Monterrey gets one back. You go all the way to extra time. Once we got into penalties, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't have as much confidence at all. Me neither. No, me neither. Um, no. Nope. And nope. then you saw we we know American yeah. penalties. I think yeah. that's why. And and then you saw the penalty spot in where they were kicking. It it was terrible, like it, it was uneven. It was flat. And you, you saw how long Those it took Pido to try to yeah. you know put the mm-hmm. ball into place. Um and and because of that, you know, we we know what happens. Um, I mean, this is a man that you know has done everything correctly for America and has been hailed to be the hero time and time again, game a game and then, uh, you know, it, it's his penalty that goes over, uh, that kind of seals the deal for, for America and Nico Castillo's miss as well is also important but, uh, you know, I, I, then Ochoa makes a save so it kind of cancels it out so now you're kind of in the in that situation yeah. where okay, you know, what do you do and uh, it's unfortunate, like, you know and, and Dylan, how many times have we said it in, in penalties it's, it's really a toy, a toy cost Mm-hmm. It really so, is. Unfortunately, America does lose it out in that manner. But um, you know, I I, I think as a fan base, you we should be at least proud of the team for getting into this situation. Of course, we should still uphold their to the standards that is America. But um, you know, things point in the right direction if the board are able to bring in the right players for this upcoming season. Uh, because you have the potential right. of not only getting back into the close to the final, but then of course the Champions League uh on the horizon as well. Uh-huh. So, unfortunately, but you know, uh, 
uh, congratulations to Monterrey for winning their title. You know, deservedly so. They did what they had to do. Um, and unfortunately for us, you know, it's not the first time we've been in this situation. Um, and for any other team, it won't definitely be the last. But hopefully America can, you know, get back on this and get on the rise and get that 14th. And hopefully 2020 does bring a 14th, 15th uh, title to the to the Club mm-hmm. America camp so we'll have to wait and see what happens but uh anything else in regards to this final before we completely completely erase it from history <laughs> um Rantivara. uh this is a player that i'm surprised we haven't talked about um it just shows how vital he is to our club uh when he was on he was causing havoc and to have a a 70 percent Rantivara cause havoc on that right side um and the and the the one the twenty minutes the twenty the thirty minutes he was on, it's a it's a yeah. good sign for us but a bad sign as well because he is a little bit of an injury prone player, but we know how important he is um and we need him at a hundred percent if we really want to be contenders for the next season yeah and uh, we need more depth in that wing position because our wingers yes. are falling mm-hmm. like and there is no correct would but would you put Benedetti on the wing? But like that, that, that was my next point. I don't think Benedetti did it that bad. Definitely a position he is not used to, a position he doesn't play at all. But for this particular match, I don't think he did it that bad. <clears throat> can can he be uh, converted to a right winger? Maybe I don't know. I I wouldn't really prefer it. I just prefer it. we probably go out and find someone. I think Ben's just better in that kind of that free role position and just make make runs, make the passes, uh, open up space. I think that's what he's best at. I think we should use him to his best of his ability. But if he somehow finds a way to become a right winger, hey, why not? I guess we have to wait and see. But yeah, Benedetti did well. Renato Ibarra did did amazing when he was on. Got his assist? Yeah, he did. He got his assist and unfortunately gets ruled off because of uh, controversial handball. We're going to leave it at that. We're gonna leave it at that. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Controversial uh, handball. Because we can go and talk about this, uh, these two disallowed goals for forever. Uh, but you know, that's not us. That's not our method yeah, here at the Iguat Podcast. We don't talk about the refereeing. We talk about the game and what it was. Uh, and unfortunately for Ibarra to you know leave on such a high and then have to see on on the on the sidelines that he gets rolled off and then go back to a low. But um, hopefully, speed recovery to him. To Ibarra win. Um, Waiting to see what the board will do in regards to wingers. Um, any news in regards to that Mexican uh, kid from Wolfsburg? I, I I think he plays on the wing as well, correct? Uh, he's, he's a, a defender. defender. He plays left back. He plays left Here, back. Yeah, I thought yes. he was a winger. Yes, sir. <laughs> he plays left back, and uh, there are reports that he is already training with the first team. But there is nothing official yet whether if he would uh, to sign or not because I think there was a little problem with him not being brought up through through the through the America ranks that he doesn't qualify as a Mexican player so he would be kind of like a foreigner player. Um, but I think there's something that America can do to kind of cancel that. But I don't know. It's a lot of complicated stuff that I don't want to get into because I might be feeding false information. But that's what I read. Um, but I think his addition wouldn't be bad. Uh, considering you know aging players like uh, Paul Aguilar and Jorge Sanchez potential to play the right back spot, so that left uh, left back spot is open. So who knows? It could be an interesting addition to our team. Is That's what I was about to go into say because with the signings that we just brought in, one of them is a left back. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of them is a left back, yes, and one of them is uh, one that can play left back and center back, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Isco was a complete both. No, Fuentes oh, can Fuentes. play both. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about that right Very now. But uh, in regards to this final, okay. um, I think it's we said what we needed to say, and that is that. Yeah, let's never talk about it again, please. <laughs> well, America falls to uh, Monterrey, and uh, unfortunately, we'll have to wait <laughs> in for the Clausura to see where our team can f- land. Hopefully, again in the final. Um, I and you know what the craziest thing is? is is the same thing that we were talking about in criticizing America for the longest time this whole season was you just can't seem to hold on to a lead. It's it's unfortunate. It's it's unfortunate that we were our own kryptonite and it just had to happen definitely, this way. Definitely. 
Alrighty then. Well, that does it for this segment. We'll move on into the next one, and we just completely, completely started talking about it before we jumped to it. But these new signings that were announced for <laughs> America, Christian, do you have both of these names out for us to read? Which I believe we just mentioned them. Well, yes, the one is Escobosa, a uh, formerly uh, Querétaro player, and then we have uh, Luis Fuentes, uh, that. Uh, formerly Tijuana player. Um, I think you said it perfectly. Very interesting signings. <coughs> the fan base was a little bit not optimistic uh, about these signings, uh, especially Fuentes, due to his um, his age and his, uh, I guess, his his skill set. But um, I'm, interest- I'm interested to see what you guys uh, have to say about these two signings. Um, I like the Escobosa one. Probably one of the most uh, regular and better players for Querétaro. So I, I yeah can mm-hmm. he bring that level and and exceed it to America? We'll have to wait and find out. Um, but he shows potential. He shows potential to be better than maybe Luis Reyes. You know, so I mean that's that's one plus. Again, the Fuentes thing, I'm scratching my head as well. I don't know where this sounds like a good idea. Um, but I I mean. We'd have to trust him that he's brought in for a reason, right? But again, I don't know why, why, uh, why he was brought in. Dylan, your take on these two? Dylan. Uh. Went this thing, so I don't know. I, that doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I mean, it's 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 what I've. What we were just talking about in regards to all this was that you know it's just it's 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 an odd thing, and and I'm curious to see what the what the rest of the you know the listeners have to say about this, uh, because you know it 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 just is out of the blue right now that uh, that this Fuentes thing comes comes out, um, ex Cholos you know and with his age and everything, is is he like the next Aguilera? Yeah, exactly. Not. <laughs> uh, I think Christian's talking, but is Mike speed? Sorry, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, I in, and uh, talking about the Fuentes, <coughs> Fuentes uh, signing. I think Piojo uh, looked into him only because of his uh, his versatile uh, gameplay. Like I mentioned, I think he could play any any position in that defensive line. So I think that's why that intrigued Piojo, uh, because he just loves versatile players like that. Uh, you know, I don't players, uh, play regularly. Um, I'm not gonna say I've watched this player throughout my, you know, throughout his his career because I haven't. But you know, I think we should just give him give him a chance because you know we gave Vinas a chance and look what happened. So it's gonna be interesting to see how how Piojo decides to incorporate the, uh, these two players in the in the lineup next season. Most definitely, most definitely. Let us know what you guys think about these signings uh, down in the comments or, or you know. Let us know over on Twitter or on Instagram. Let us know about all the signings that you guys uh, think are possibly going to happen. I know a lot of people are asking, is Marcona going to come to to America? Is um is sorry, not Marcona, Marcone. Um, you know, is um is Diego Castillo leaving? Is Guido officially leaving? Which I think we all know he's most most definitely going to leave. Um, what's happening with Roger? You know, what's uh, what's going on with his situation? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is, is he about to win? staying as well There's a lot of questions in regards to this team so it, it it would make sense for america to bring on a couple of players that are adding depth i mean we just lost uh lopez because of his loan uh will also gonzalez stay uh, he looks like he might be another one of those depth uh players as well so we'll, we'll have to wait and see but everything points for america to be making uh, a couple more signings in the upcoming weeks because uh, that's all they got really weeks yes mm-hmm and I guess one of one of the players that is most talked about is uh, Sebastian Cáceres. Um, he seems like a very interesting prospect, very highly talked about in um, in in Uruguay. So um, I don't know. I'm excited if this signing gets gets confirmed, gets done. Um, I think I think this is someone we should be excited for. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Alrighty then. So 
those are the signings. We'll have plenty more signings to talk about within the next week's episode as we're going to be previewing everything in regards to Las Aguilas de la America's Clausura, uh, their upcoming run in the Champions League, everything you guys need to know ahead of the upcoming year for America. We're going to be talking about all of that in next week's episodes and probably the week before that too because America doesn't play until what, Christian, the... 18th the 18th 18th and where we take on tigres at estadio Azteca. so that is about 17 days nice. from now that's two weeks almost uh from from time of recording so plenty and plenty of time for us to talk about in regards to that aspect so get ready for all of that talk next week and hold your questions off till then because then by then we should have a better clear-cut picture of what the answers are for each uh, individual each player that is in line of question for america so without further ado we've gone into the middle of this of the podcast into the other segment our giveaway segment of our 100th episode today the first giveaway all you need to do in order to enter the uh this giveaway is uh simply you should be listening to us right now that's the easiest uh that's the first step uh second you need to be following us either through twitter or instagram because our first giveaway is going to be through Twitter, our second uh, giveaway is going to be through Instagram. And here are the rules, completely simple. All you need to do is uh, answer the correct, uh, answer the question correctly, uh, either on Twitter or when we get to the Instagram post on Instagram, with a screenshot or a picture of you listening to this right now. So we're going to ask you a question. You guys are going to answer that. You guys are going to take a picture, upload it on Twitter. Tag us at Resaca America US with your answer, and then the first one, the first person to do so, will win the jersey. Sounds simple enough, right, guys? Yes, it does sound simple. No, no. you lost already, though. It doesn't. Yes, you lost me. I'm totally confused. But you'll I'll run, run with, with it. it. Alrighty, then we'll be very, very patient. So, for those of you guys listening right now, here is the question before i ask the question uh we do want to say thank you so much for giving us this platform and this opportunity to get to a hundred episodes completely completely blown away from the love and support that we've gotten from you guys so thank you so much but here is the question the first question on twitter the giveaway is what year did herman via retire I repeat it again. What year did Herman Villa retire? Now, take a picture of this right now at us on Twitter and give us your answer. Let's see. It's all we're waiting for right now. Oh, so we have to wait till someone actually actually yep. sends us the answer? Oh, my goodness. We, we, we might be we here, a little, be here a little while. Um, so let's see. <laughs> we're waiting. We're waiting. So let's see. <clears throat> Let's see what happens. I feel like we should talk about something. Let's talk about um, Herman Villa since he's the the, the, the the question. A, a lot of people right. uh, don't really. Would you guys categorize Herman Villa as a legend of the team? Um, I, yeah, I can. Um, he's been there. He's been he's been at the club since since what? Came out of the he, youth academy. He left the club. Yes. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think his year debut. I think it was '91, if I'm not mistaken. '91, and then he he left the team. I mean, I don't know if I can say the the year of the the, the departure of the team. I mean, it's not when he retired, so yeah, you'd be fine. All right, so I can. All right, so he left the team in '09. So you know, he 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 was there for a good time, and he gave us a lot of a lot of good memories. Um. Man, I still remember watching him with my dad. Uh, all right, all right. I'm going to have to cut started, you off real uh, quickly. Watching America. Because we have a winner. We have a winner. Okay. That's uh, pretty rude. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'm rude, rude But we are just, we are retweeting you right now as we speak. And the winner you for you are not our me. first giveaway is none other than at 1SCO16. Frank, you are the winner of our 100th episode jersey giveaway over on twitter congratulations thank you so much for being on here thank you so much for following us thank you so much for being on the podcast whenever so thank you so so much you are the winner congratulations 
to everyone who submitted an answer right now, thank you so much. Unfortunately, Frank beat you guys just by a couple of seconds, but congratulations to Frank. You guys, uh, he is the winner of the first giveaway. Stay tuned until the end, though, because we do have another giveaway over on Instagram. You don't want to miss that at all. So you guys have another <coughs> chance to get yourself a, uh, a jersey. So, Frank, we will be in contact with you after the podcast to get your information. So stick around. Thank you so much, Frank. Gentlemen, let's finish up this Herman Villa topic. Dylan, uh, right right after Christian gives finishing his analysis, I want to hear what you think about Herman Villa. Go ahead, Christian. He's a great freaky taker. That's okay. it. Bye. Dylan? <laughs> He's a great free kick taker. That's it. Bye. <laughs> I will say this, though. There has not been another player like Herman Villa that has the same colmillo and that has the same attitude because he will go up to anyone's face and potentially punch them. <laughs> uh, but, no, he really he really felt the colors. And he really <coughs> felt the, you, you, that's why him and Cuauhtémoc Blanco were so close <coughs> because they were so alike. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, 100%. Um, shout out to you, Herman Villa, if for some reason you're watching this. Thank you for being part. Oh, yeah. He watches us. On his drive back home. You know he's he's listening. He definitely um, All gentlemen. That part of the giveaway is done. We'll, go, we'll come back to it uh, towards the end. Now, uh, let's switch topics. and Let's talk about the season that's actually coming up ahead for these ladies. Um, it's uh, Lady Aguila's time to talk about them. Uh, Dylan, how excited are you about this? I'm excited. I'm very excited, especially with uh, Cassandra Cuevas coming How back. How exciting is that? But rumor has it that her sister's left. Yeah, I know. There's, there's been some rumors about that, so I was just kind of uh, waiting to see how that goes. But I don't know. <laughs> we'll just have to but wait still see. enough excitement around this camp for us to kind of feel like this America side is finally going to give us what we've wanted from them since last season in the Apertura. You have the incorporation of uh, Cuevas coming back into the mix of things. You have uh, another player who seems to be really close and really known to Jen Munoz with, um, God, I'm going to pronounce your name so wrong, and I'm sorry for butchering this, but is it Janea? Janea? Do you know the proper way of, of saying this, Christian? I do not, but I do hear highly of her, so I'm just call her Jay, uh, just, just just so uh, out of respect. And uh, if you're watching this, because I know you are, I did not want to butcher this. That's why I'm calling you it's Jay. It's Jay from here on out. So we <laughs> <laughs> just done baptized you here on the Eagle Eye Podcast. Uh, so Jay is coming alongside uh, this. Uh, it, it, it seems like it's going to be a very interesting uh, team. Uh, you know, a couple of players did leave. A, a good chunk of players uh, have left the team, but um, you know, the teams have fortified themselves with a couple of good players. You still have some of your very core key players as well in this side. D- Dylan, what is one thing that uh, would play crucial to this America season in, in regards to players? So, so, so what is one of the most crucial? Who's going to be the most crucial player for these ladies? Uh, I think, you know, with uh, Cuevas coming back, you know, she's going to have to step up. Um, I think right now, if I'm off the top of my head, she's the third all-time goal scorer for this side. Obviously, uh, Lucero being the first. And then this past season, uh, Espinosa took over in the second spot. And so she's coming back. And so I think she's got a big statement to make coming back uh, in the attack, especially when Lucero looks like going to Cholas. Um, also, the midfield, too, that's something you're going to be looking out for. Um, Jen Munoz has, has really been highly talked about coming into this season, or especially um, uh, last season too with the team. And so, uh, just some of those things to look out for. Uh, the two those players in, in two crucial spots. I'm really, really, really excited about these ladies coming into this new season into this club, Suda. Um, especially like you said, Cuevas coming into this, having to make a statement. Hopefully, she can get off the right foot, and hopefully, the team can back her up by actually feeding her and giving her more of the options and and, and doing what what uh, what they did best whenever she was playing with America. You know, um, uh, like you like you mentioned, Jen Munoz so crucial in this midfield, and it looks like she's going to have an even more crucial role as it looks like the team is kind of being developed a little bit around her as well. You know, you, you see some of the 
signings that are being made. It's, especially with Jay coming into the mix of all these things, I, I, you, you'd imagine that uh, you, you know they brought her in for a reason, and I think that link with Jen is, is, is one of the most, more crucial ones as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely does, agree too. Yeah, it does seem that yeah. way. And then, of course, um, I'm excited to see um, uh, what, what the Gutierrez sisters are going to be uh, doing for us this season. JD and Goal, uh, another player we've highly talked about for for the past couple of, uh, past couple of seasons as well, making a statement in that goal, which you know she had a very good season, I would imagine, in. Uh, in, in, in the Apertura and then this Casuda, hopefully she can close it off really well. Obviously, big shoes for her still to fill with uh, Santiago whenever she was in goal. But uh, I think she's making a name for herself and a legacy as well. Yeah, I think so, too. It's just uh, it's just one of those things, too, where it looks like she wants to try to stay healthy, too, because there were a couple times this season whenever Guayad, uh had to put somebody else in because uh, she wasn't uh, fully fit. And so I think of her being consistently fit throughout the whole season would be key for her too. And there's one player that uh, we haven't ma- named or mentioned this uh, past couple of seasons in regards to the ladies, and uh, that is uh, that is Vivian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will she finally mm-hmm. make her return to the pitch? I mean, I sure hope so. Yeah, I sure hope so too because. Uh, it seemed like she was going to before before the season even ended, but she never did. So, I'm, I'm it, it seems like it's inevitable. At this yeah, point. and and it, you know, it looks like she's about to come back. She's looked like she's ready to go. Uh, Vivian, if you're listening to this, uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, and hopefully, you're ready to come back on the pitch. The team definitely, definitely could need you uh, in the opening season, and uh, just can't wait to see these ladies come out. Dylan, when is their first game? Uh, Monday, Monday the 6th already so we're going to be bringing you guys as much as coverage as we can over on the lady side of things over on Twitter and Instagram so make sure you guys stay tuned to that all things ladies Aguilas and uh, to the whole ladies team we wish you guys nothing but the best uh, you know the best of luck the best of support and uh, we'll keep uh, we'll keep a close eye on you ladies so hashtag lady Aguilas uh, gentlemen quick prediction as to where these ladies can end up this clausura Christian I'm throwing it to you first Sure, I think they have a lot of a lot of assets, a lot of new assets. Uh, key players, I think, are going to show up this season. Um, you know, I in terms of finishing on the table, I think we should stay uh, top four. If you guys want me to be more precise, I think they're going to be fourth place. Um, in regards to playoffs, um, you know, anything can happen in playoffs. Uh, it looked like at the end of the season they were kind of gelling a little bit, uh, a little bit better than what they were at the beginning. Um, so, you know what, I really do think they can make it all the way to the final, but I, it just depends if everything, uh, everything just goes their way, if all the new players gel correctly, if the correct players show up, if, if JD is on, if, is on form, is in form, sorry. Um, so I do think they can make it to the final, but if not, I think semifinal is, isn't that bad for considering, uh, all things. Dylan, what do you see our ladies falling? Well, if you want me to be honest, I want them to lift the trophy in the end, so you know the way it's been going uh the past uh what uh three seasons three semesters of the season uh the the men's team that won the their women's team won too so it'd be nice to see them lift the title and then see the men's side lift the title that is too. true so you basically all we're saying is that uh since the ladies seasons kicks off early so they are responsible for not only their success but for the men's success as well so you're saying if Puebla's women's team wins the league, then Puebla's men's team will win the league. That is the way it goes. This is the way. All right. But no, uh, shout out to the ladies. We'll keep it close on <laughs> you guys, uh, and we'll try to bring the best and utmost coverage. I see them getting to about uh, hopefully the final as well. And whether they lift the trophy or not, that's going to be determining how well they're gelling into that uh, into that stage of the final. Uh, but they have all the key assets to go in and make a deep run and, and completely blow some of these teams out the ballpark, you know? So we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, that is your Lady Aguilas news. Stay tuned for us next week as we recap everything that happened against uh, their first team in against Juarez. Is it going to be a home game or a away game, uh, Dylan? I believe it's a home game, right? Home home game. 
yes, it is a home game. So yes. uh, we'll keep up to date with that, and we'll let you guys know if that game is going to be broadcasted live via to the N. We'll keep you guys up to date in all things uh, Lady Aguilas. So, gentlemen, that does it for the Lady Aguilas news. Anything else in regards to that before we jump off into our next segment? I'm good. Mm. No. Awesome. Alrighty then. Well, let's move on into our last and final segment of the podcast. And that is the podcast itself, believe it or not. Our last segment is a little bit of the Eagle Eye podcast. A hundred episodes into this uh, platform. And what more can we say about this? Dylan... Well, at least a hundred, a hundred episodes. You want to call it because you always had those. Yeah, half well, we had those half episodes because they were they were truly half episodes. They weren't always full. You know, they they were short, quick snippets. You know, we we we'll digest I don't them think as half. So, but okay. <laughs> ah, come on, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> but Dylan, yeah. uh, we started this roughly two years ago. Um, would you ever imagine that we'd get to a hundred episodes? Mm, I don't know where we're going, to be honest. <laughs> it's just two guys just completely talking nonsense, and then we got to this stage. Basically. Basically. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We're, we hit over 2,000 followers, or 2.2K. And I don't know. I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> never in my whole life did I ever imagine we'd have a community or or, or a listening base such such big and, and such a follower base as we do over on on, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, really, truly, from from the bottom of our hearts, we just want to say thank you and, and take a moment out to say thank you to to every single one of you guys who are listening to us either via SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify, or whether you're listening to this right now over on YouTube live for those of you who've come to our live show since we were this unknown podcast over on my own YouTube channel um, and then we made the switch over to our own and then now we're here in the Rasaka America uh, when we've made the the jump and the switch and the change and all this stuff so really to everyone that that's that's come on board with all of that Christian you as well you know you've came on board and um, you know, you, you now you've been such a fundamental part of 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 this team and 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 this podcast. So it's it's just it's phenomenal to to look back at a hundred episodes and to think all of things that we've talked about, we smiled about, we've laughed about, we've cried about, we've you know been mad about, it, and and all culminates to this moment uh, to be a hundred episodes in and and to look forward to to what's to come to the future to everything that's 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 on the horizon for us and for the listeners as well uh you know we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts that uh you've given us this opportunity you know no 100 percent. it's just it's crazy to think about how you know i'm i still even ended up here alongside you too um you guys helped me grow and really uh, it's just it's just it's just amazing to me how far we have gotten uh, and, you know, here's to 100 more, 200 more, and 300 more because I think that, you know, we're onto something special here. And, you know, soon enough, I think people are going to start realizing. Um, but, yeah, man, just thank you to both of you guys for allowing me to, to enter this journey with you guys. And here's to just the better, better things in the future. And what better way to kick off the new year than with 100 episodes celebrating everything that just happened and kind of look forward into the new era, into this new era, into this new decade. And, you know, we closed it off with us, you know, reaching 100 episodes. Now we're looking forward to making uh, 100 and 200 and 300 more like you just said, Christian. And funny enough, Christian is one of the very first listeners we've ever had on the podcast as well. Uh, so it, it just it just seems fitting that uh, he's part of this history. And, and part of this growing, ever-growing family. Um, Dylan, anything else you want to say before we get to the last uh, to the last giveaway for, for the listeners? Mm, just um, thanks for everything. Um, uh, it's it's kind of cliche to say, and I feel like it's just always a repeated record from, from all three of us, but uh, really we wouldn't be here without anybody listening to us or just giving us the, the time an hour or an hour and a half's worth of rambling on about uh about america and stuff but uh no just thanks for everything and uh i hope we can uh make this year a better year definitely definitely christian anything to say 
just thank you for everyone uh everyone coming out every single week um and you know i just really do hope that you know we continue to do this for a very long time no yeah like these two said thank you to every single one of you guys and thank you to all of our colleagues out there as well who have helped and support the podcast uh you know from everyone down at film Rex nation to uh you know to our first ever guest who was uh mr johnny rico uh thanks thanks to him for coming on to the show uh you know to for you know People like Brian, people like uh, Amy, people like Gotti, our good friend Gotti, uh, you know, Tom, both of the Toms who, who you know, have been fundamental for us and have, have helped us out to, to everyone in the English language community and everyone part of the hashtag Liga Mekis English that uh, we've met and that we've, you know, seen a part of, whether it been through social media, whether it been down at the games, um, to every single one of you who we've interacted with and who have made the podcast just that much better because of it, uh, we want to thank you guys and, and thank you for paving the way for you know three uh, three young guys like us to come out here and do what we do and to be able to have a platform. Thank you to every single one of you guys, to our colleagues, to our listeners, to everyone. Thank you so so much. We wouldn't be here without you guys. And uh, the Eagle Eye Podcast is here to serve for hopefully a hundred. 200 300 400 more episodes to come so thank you to every single one of you guys and because of that this is why we're doing our giveaway and i hope you guys are ready because we're doing our last giveaway here on youtube for our 100th episode it's going to be via instagram so make sure you do follow us over on instagram or else this is not going to work out for you guys so get ready uh but before i do say so for everyone listening on soundcloud itunes and spotify stay tuned at the end of this episode we will have a giveaway for you guys as well just stay tuned for what's to come after this episode so you guys don't feel like you left out i know it's sometimes hard to be here for the live episodes uh but you guys i promise you have an opportunity to win as well so for everyone here on the uh youtube live here is your opportunity to win a jersey now go over on instagram you're gonna do the same thing as a twitter one but this time is going to be a little different. You're going to take a picture of you listening right now to the podcast. You're going to DM us. You're going to you're going to, you know, direct messages us the picture with the answer. So, here is the question. What year did Club America play against Barcelona in the Estadio Azteca and what was the end result? What was the final scoreline? So, what year did America play Barcelona in the Estadio Azteca? And what was the scoreline? Now, if Frank, if you won already on Twitter, there's no need for you to try to win this one win. again. Uh, save that for the rest. Um, but again, go over <laughs> on Instagram. We're waiting for your Frank. guys' answers. What year did America play Barcelona in the Estadio Azteca? And what was the final scoreline? Again, over on Instagram, DM us. Just take a picture of the of the podcast right now. Give us your answer. We're going to be waiting for you guys any second now. Um, and I guess while we wait, I guess we could talk about, um, I mean, can't really talk about that game because then we'd be giving away stuff. But uh, we were just we were just <laughs> completely uh, talking about that right now. What we Christian before the start of the podcast was, you know, was the nostalgia, nostalgia of that game. Man. The players that were actually in that game, you know, it, 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 if we were to mention some I of them, know, it, right? it kind of would give away the time as well. But yeah, so I'm not gonna do it. Um, but yeah, Navarrete was very fundamental in that now game. Now you're 100%. giving them false, false uh, information. Don't do that to them. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. You know, if they, if there are true fans, then, then they, they will, they will know. know. Let's see. So um, so yeah, here's to a new season. Uh, this is awkwardly silent. Dylan, can you please say something? Hi. Hey, Dylan. All right. Can someone <laughs> say something? All right, we got, we, hold up. Hold up. Let's see. We have a picture, but we oh. don't have an answer. Now, remember, the answer has to be correct. <laughs> so, what year did America play Barcelona in the Estadio Azteca? And what was the scoreline? That we're going to be here well so you know i'm just break the ice right now <laughs> um dylan this question goes for you <clears throat> mm, 
in regards to our 2019 Apertura season, who was, other than Guido, because Guido seems like an obvious answer, other than Guido, who was the most important player for you? Mm-hmm. I'll go Richard Sanchez, to be honest. Oh, that's very interesting, Richard Sanchez. Ivan, this this goes out to you too? Um, you know, that's a tough one. That really is a tough one. But um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Natibara whenever he was on the pitch. Natibara. Mm-hmm. I, I I kind of read kind of read your mind because I kind of figured you were gonna say that. Honestly, those two are very good choices. I would probably pick either or as well. Um, they just contribute something to this team that's that's different. It's 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 special. It's it's what we need uh, in order in order to succeed. So you know, I really do hope that you know these two players are in tip top shape for this Clausura because, like we mentioned earlier, we have two competitions that we're competing in this semester, and um, I'm more than more than certain that both are fundamental uh, for Piojo and and the Directiva to come out as champions in both uh, of these uh, of these tournaments. One would hope so, you know. Oh, they better give us something because I I beat up Santa Claus. If you guys saw my Twitter, I beat up Santa Claus because they did not bring us the title this <coughs> this Christmas. So here's to the I don't know the Easter Bunny to bring. I don't know, right? Isn't you know the Easter's in April, so never mind. Would be done in April. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, it should be. All right, we're still waiting for an answer. Mm, all right, so let me pose another question here. Here, um, who was the? I I know what everyone's gonna say already. Same Dylan Richard. Goat. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody was the surprise of the season. Uh, Ivan Go. Richard. Oh, I thought everyone was gonna say Vinas. Oh, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it was it was the uh, Oscar Jimenez until Ochoa showed up. Oh, that's actually a, know, not a bad answer, actually. <laughs> Put some respect on my man's The name. shade. The shade. But. Because, what, man. we never had a clean sheet once the show was Yes, in we did, okay. So, but I will say this much, though. Memo made two huge, huge saves in the final. Who, yeah. Ochoa? Oh, 100%. I, I think, yeah, wow, he did have Oscar a Jimenez lot. Makes those saves too. He does not make that one <coughs> against, uh, in the Monterrey game. Uh, the first yeah. leg? Yeah, that, that, that was something special. Dylan, hey man, you, were, just... you were saying that, oh, we're, I was waiting for Memo to come back and make all these great saves, and then he starts making them. I know, it took a, took a long time. He was adapting. It took Marchesino a while too. I know I'm kidding, man. But we have a winner. <laughs> oh, we have a winner. We Whoa. have a winner over on Instagram. I, I was running out of questions, so. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of our Instagram giveaway for our hundredth episode is none other than Mr. Alexis Villegas. Ten, Alexis, thank you for your response. You are our winner for our jersey giveaway and that concludes it so alexis will be in contact after the podcast to get all your information thank you so much to everyone who helped uh who helped us make it to this far who entered in the competition who was part of the giveaway thank you to every single one of you guys for coming out tonight uh really it it was amazing it was great completely completely at all that uh, we have such a great uh, support uh, from you guys, the community, and like you know, Dylan said, it wouldn't be possible for us to be here without all any of you guys. So, thank you so much to you. Thank you so much to you, Christian, for coming out today. Um, as always, making it as 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 a great uh, as great of episode as possible. Favorite time of the week, my man. Favorite time this. of the week, Dylan. As always, thank you so much for making it out tonight. I hope I hope you're enjoying your birthday. I hope you're enjoying the rest of your day. Um, answer this question for us: How does a cowboy celebrate his birthday? 
Well, thanks for having me, Ivan. It was great to be on here to start the new year. <laughs> uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Dylan's a little bit more on the shy side uh, when in, when it comes to this. But don't worry, we'll give him to give us a better answer in uh, in the next year. Isn't that right, Dylan? We'll see. see. All right, then, man. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to 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 everyone. Uh, really, I, I don't know why I said that part, but <laughs> 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 no. Happy birthday. Enjoy your day, man. Uh, Christian, again, thank you so much. And to every single one of you guys, thank you so much for making it out tonight. We'll be back next week to talk all things Las Aguilas in America. We'll talk uh, and recap everything Lady Aguilas. We'll get ready for the upcoming clausura. Everything that you guys need to know in regards to the America signings, everything that you guys need to know in regards to the America games, we'll have you guys covered. Make sure to follow us over on Twitter at Resac America US and at Resac America underscore US over on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll be ready to give you guys the best upcoming year. And uh, May 2020 bring uh, nothing but joy, love, and and uh, satisfaction and uh, wealth to every single one of you guys and your family. So thank you so much for coming out here tonight. Thank you, gentlemen. As always, have yourselves a wonderful night. Take care. Until next time. And as always, Arriba la America. This is the way. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the listener giveaway section. So for those of you listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Spotify, this is your chance to enter in the Jersey giveaway for our 100th episode here on the Eagle Eye Podcast. Now, all you need to do to enter is one, be following us on Twitter, and two, post a screenshot of you listening to the podcast right now, whether you're on your phone or computer or whatever it may be, take a picture of it, screenshot it, post it on Twitter, tag us, and also put in your answer for the following question. Now I repeat, all you got to do is tag us, take a picture, upload it with your answer. Now, here is the question. What is the nickname that we gave the new Club America feminine player for this upcoming clausura in this episode? I repeat, what is the nickname that we gave the new Club America feminine player for the upcoming clausura on this episode? Go ahead, take the screenshot, post the answer, let us know, and hopefully you're the lucky jersey giveaway winner. Again, thank you so much for your support on the Eagle Podcast. And here is to many, many more episodes to come. As always, thank you, take care, and we'll be seeing you guys very, very soon.